Hey guys. Oh, hello. <laughs> um, so welcome back to week two of love. Love, love, love. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> so we're going through 1 Corinthians chapter 13, uh, verses 4 through 7, and we're breaking down, you know, it's the well-known scripture that says, love is patient, love is kind, love does not envy, does not boast, yada, yada, yada. We'll read it in a minute. Um, but. <laughs> and so on and so forth. And so, what have you. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going through week by week and breaking it down and going over the attributes that they say, like, what love is. And we're talking about our observations based off of scripture that talks about whatever word or whatever we're on that week. Mm -hmm. And talking about our observations and whatever the Holy Spirit leads to talk about um, about that topic in our lives. Um, so, yeah. But I... So, Anna, you have your observations written down? Mm -hmm. So, last week we did Love is Patient. So, if you haven't heard that, you can go back and listen to that. We actually have a patience... Um, free patience bible study guide thing on our website that i just put on there and it's Ooh, a, it's like ah. a yeah so go get that <laughs> um it's it's kind of a topical one so if you wanted to go further you could on your own but this one's just a good like i don't know i guess it's kind of in depth with some of the things you're writing if you want to write it out yeah but you can just make it your own you can make it super easy make it more um in depth i guess if you want whatever so there's that but anyway, so Anna, you wrote out your observations. Last week when we did patience, I had my observations and she just kind of let the Holy Spirit lead her observations in the moment and we swapped because I don't have observations. You know, so I think the podcast still turned out okay anyway, Oh, it though. did. It turned like, out really good. So this week it should too because, yeah. you know, Holy Spirit's in charge, not us. So. Yeah. We didn't pray. Let's pray on the podcast. Okay. Do you want to pray? or I don't care. Oh, I don't either. I can pray. That's fine. Okay. Um, Lord, thank you so much for this day, and I pray that now as we discuss um, just the great love that you have for us, um, and specifically discuss kindness today, that you would just guide the words that come out of our mouths, Holy Spirit, um, that you would just bless this time um, as we're recording this podcast, and um, just be with us today, and I pray these things in your name, amen. Amen. Also, I got, I got nervous because I was praying on the podcast. <laughs> I was like, I oh, know. You're like anywhere from 60 to 200 people listening. Roughly, it's fine. No, yeah, no it's big, big deal. deal. It's that's such a wide variety, but really, some weeks it's like I feel like well, I've, I will. I've prayed in front of more people than that before, though. I feel it like. just feels weird because you're on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, really fast because I forgot my husband and son are on a golf ball search walk. That's oh. literally what that's their thing. Um, anyway, because there's a golf course right here, and they hit the golf balls over the fence all the time. So we have a collection of like thirty something golf balls over here that we've picked up that people just leave leave because yeah. it's on our side and they can't get to it anyway so they're doing that but that being said they might walk in and so we might pause for a second or we might just keep talking so you might hear background noise for a minute i have no idea what's gonna happen but i'm just letting you know hear a one-year-old babbling yeah you know so okay so i guess i can read this scripture and if you want to whoever can get started um for this i have to pull up the scripture though because i forgot to pull it up um i can what in the world oh here it is Okay, so... Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry, guys. Wow, this is embarrassing for you. It's not, it's not embarrassing. I'm just joking. Okay. Do you like my shorts? I love your shorts. I was going to say I like your glasses. Oh, thanks. 
Those aren't new. This I is know. new, and these are new, though. I know, but I like your glasses. I like your shorts, too. Thank you. It's just the glasses are My shirt's I new. I have two new shirts, actually. They're both the same design, just different colors, and this oh, one's long sleeve. Lambert's. Oh. Oh, oh die. I see that now. Yeah. The other one's green and short sleeve, and Casey has a matching one, and then I got this one. Long sleeve. I'm sorry. Okay, I have it pulled up, finally. Sorry. So, 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 7, which is the, the love theories that we're doing. Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, and endures all things. Um, and we're not doing this part, but I like to add it in. Verse 8 starts with love never ends because that's important. Yeah. So, but it's we're not. On and on forever and ever. Yeah. We're probably not doing one on that. I just wanted to include that. Okay. So, here we go. Lord, lead us. Ready, Anna? Ready. Okay. You want to start? Um, sure. Okay. So, I think probably the most common verse I know about love, or not love, <laughs> kindness that always comes to my mind is Ephesians 4.32, which says, Be kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, as God in Christ Jesus forgave you. Mm. Um, and that's one, like, what, and I think it comes to my mind because it's one of the first verses I ever learned as a kid. Like, yeah. one of the yeah, first things. Um, like, I can remember doing that in, like, junior church, like, remembering that. And there's, like, a little song that went with it, too, that I grew up learning. Um, but my observations about that were um, that our kindness and forgiveness is patterned after Christ. So it's saying because God in Christ Jesus forgave you, you need to be kind, tenderhearted, and forgiving to one another. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, like, all of that stems from the love that Christ had for you, and you mm-hmm. need to demonstrate love for others. Um, that, means, that means showing others love through forbearance and forgiveness and kindness. Um, so when we think about how God shows infinite kindness, it's shameful for us to not show kindness to others. Mm. Like, God is commanding you, or I mean Paul through, I think Paul wrote Ephesians. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he did. Yeah, he did. Um, Paul is commanding us, like, be kind to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, as God in Christ forgave you. So, like, I don't know, My obviously my biggest observations about that is that it's, one number one, a command, um... And number two, like when looking at the infinite kindness that God has shown us, how can we not show kindness to others? Mm-hmm. I mean, I know that's really short and sweet, but like I feel like it's pretty straightforward. Um, the other thing is I like the word tender-hearted there, because if your heart is if your heart is hard towards others, um, then you're not going to show them love or kindness, you know. And so it's so important to keep a soft heart towards others. Yeah. Which is okay. not easy. So I want to say something about tenderhearted, actually, even though we're talking about kindness. But they go hand in hand, obviously, mm-hmm. with this verse. I just looked up because I was just curious to know what the original meaning behind tenderhearted was. And if this source is correct on depree.org. I'm assuming that's how you say that. D-E-P-R-E-E dot org. Depree, yeah. It says, after encouraging us to be kind to one another, Ephesians 4.32 adds tenderhearted. The Greek word translated here as tenderhearted literally means having good bowels. Speakers of New Testament Greek located emotions, not in our hearts, but in the vital organs beneath our hearts, stomach, kidneys, intestines, etc. If you ever actually sensed emotions in your stomach, you'll know why the Greeks did this. Mm. So it's like a deeper, yeah. like... Like a gut feeling. Like a gut, yeah. Of. Like like your emotion or your act of being tenderhearted, so, so, or tenderhearted towards someone, sorry, should be like 
from deep within you. It's not yes. just a surface yeah. level kindness, love, or yeah. whatever. It's a deep thing. Yeah, it's not just a general, like, being nice to people. Right. It's very deep Like, hey, how are you doing today? Good, how are you doing? Like, that's yeah. kind to do every now and then, like, on the street or whatever. But, like, this is, like, a like a genuine and deep yeah. love for someone. Like, I, I will die for you right now. Your heart is to. literally soft towards that person. Yes. Yeah. Which also goes along with forgiveness, too. Like, mm-hmm. you show kindness to people by forgiving them. When they've ugh, when they've done you wrong, don't harden your heart towards them. Instead, forgive them. And, yeah. like, you'll show them love through kindness that way. Yeah. That's good. All right, cool. Um, <laughs> so, I actually, my first verse was Ephesians 4, 29. Oh, So, wow. a few verses before this. And it doesn't actually say kindness in it. But um, I'll just read it first and then we'll talk about it. Let no corrupting talk. Hold on just a second, actually. Okay, yeah. Um, Let no corrupting talk come out of your mouths, but only such as is good for building up as fits the occasion, that it may give grace to those who hear. So to me, um, I was actually looking up different passages about kindness and I read this and I was like, you know, this and the main verse I think that was pulled from whatever I was reading said verse 32. But when I was reading verse 29... This is talking about also, like, you're not talking poorly of other people. Because mm-hmm. why would God talk poorly of the people he loves? He doesn't. Like, no. not, you know, not in, like, a not even gossipy ones, way, you know what I mean? Say, not even the ones who are terrible to him. No. He he loves them so much that he's still, out of the kindness of his heart, um, I mean, bends over backwards for us, like, all the time. He's, yeah. like, you know. And so, um, when I read, let no corrupting talk come out of your mouth you know, but only such as good for building up. So we, everything we say toward people, if we're showing true love, we should be building them up, encouraging them or, you know, and I mean this, you know, even if someone like, even if say Anna really screwed up on something and the Holy Spirit was leading me to say something to her, that, that is still me building her up. Yeah. It's harsh truth. Like she's going to hear it and she's going to say, wow, that hurt because that was not, you know, it's just not fun to hear like, oh, you messed up, you know, yeah. but She's going to know, because the Holy Spirit was leading me, that it is still from the loving kindness of my heart and yeah. from God within me um, that this is building her up and encouraging her and, and strengthening her in a big way. And so, I mean, I don't know. It just was a big thing to me when I read that. I was like, you know, that's a big deal because it's hard to go to people in, in this, you know, in that situation and be mm-hmm. like, hey, you know, I don't want to call... Because I... Well, especially if you're someone who doesn't do well with confrontation. Yeah. You know, because... Yeah, but that's needed sometimes. But then also on the other side of it is there's nothing there's nothing coming out of your mouth, coming from your heart. You know, because that's what it is. Like, it comes from your heart, from your thoughts, from your mind yeah. first, and then out your mouth. But there's nothing in your heart and your mind that is going to tear somebody down. It's always going to be kind and build them up, mm-hmm. you know. And that's a big deal to me because I might be really kind on the surface sometimes. And, and I am with a lot of people kind inwardly too, but my thoughts are still very awful sometimes about people. Oh, yeah, me too. And I struggle with that a lot. And it's like I don't even mean to. I mean, I should still take captive of my thoughts, but it's almost like just second nature, which is not good. Um, you know, that's bad on my part. But to just think negatively about certain things sometimes or certain people Yeah. whenever um, it's like a judgy kind of negative, you know. Yeah. And that should not be any of our hearts and minds. And so, you know, this is saying no corrupting talk come out of your mouth. But that starts with your heart and your mind. Because what's going to come out of your mouth? It's what you're putting in your mind. Yeah. In your heart. It's what your priorities are on. Like your heart set and your mindset is on. So, 
but anyway, yeah, but the passage I was looking into was 32, but then I saw 29, and I was like, you know, that's a good one, too. It is. That was really good. Yeah. So, anyway, that's my first one. Um, my next one is Colossians 3, 12 through 13. <laughs> Do you have that one, too? That was my next one, but go ahead. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, go ahead. Um... Put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another, and, if one is a complaint against another, forgiving each other, as the Lord has forgiven you, so you must also forgive. So, my observations from that were, um, number one, that we are God's chosen ones. This should be taken as both a comfort and as a destiny to fulfill. Like, we have literally a calling on our lives as God's chosen, like, as his children, to, Mm -hmm. like, um... Be holy, or yeah, to put on this mindset of being holy, beloved, with compassionate hearts, which kind of also reminds me of being tenderhearted. Mm -hmm. Um, Kindness, humility, meekness, and patience. Um, And then it said, I I read a commentary um, from Enduring Word, um, and it said the ancient writers defined the kindness here. um, The word is Christosis? As the virtue of the man whose neighbor's good is as dear to him as his own. Mm. So that, like, kindness here means um, the virtue of the man whose neighbor's good is as, good is as dear to him as his own is. And then it's also the same word used when Jesus said, my yoke is easy in Matthew eleven thirty. Whoa. Isn't that cool? That is yeah. cool. So. Um, endearing. What was that from? Endearing word? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm, interesting. So it says, um, so. What I took from that was, in order to show kindness, we must value people as much as we do ourselves. The good of others must be as dear to us as our own good is. Essentially, kindness requires selflessness and sacrifice and putting the needs of others above your own. Mm. And, like, that's literally what perfect love does, too. Like, that's what love does. Yeah. It puts others' needs above your own. Um, kind of going back to Ephesians 4, 32, 2, where it says, forgiving one another. And here it talks about, in verse 13, Colossians uh, 3.13, bearing with one another. Mm-hmm. Um, and it also mentions forgiving each other. So, like, kindness and forgiveness also go hand in hand, just, like, so perfectly. Um, it also, yeah, and it says, as the Lord has forgiven you, so you must also forgive. So, again, like, when measuring up against um, God's forgiveness and kindness towards us, how can we not then, in turn, like, show that same love and kindness towards other people. Yeah. I agree. That was one of yours, too. Did you have any other observations? Um, well, a couple of them you touched on, but, um, I will say there was one, unless I missed it, completely missed it, but I don't think I did because I was listening. Um, the part where it says that just the two words put on, I was thinking in my head when I read it in the ESV, which is what we've been reading out of, um, putting on like you would put on your clothes so this Mm -hmm. is a daily like I'm putting this on before I walk out the door Mm -hmm. you know but then I actually just read in the NLT version where they have the words in verse 12 since God chose you to be the holy people he loves you must clothe yourselves with tenderhearted mercy kindness Mm -hmm. humility gentleness patience so that in the NLT actually says that and maybe I read that before and that's why I thought of it and when I read it in the ESV I'm not sure but um this is like a daily like, I mean, we're not going to go out into the world naked. Like, we're not going to walk out with no clothes on, you yeah. know? So, this is a the first thing you do in the morning, or one of the first things you do in the morning, say, before you walk out the door to go to work or, what, or to the store, whatever you're doing, take your kids to school, you know, you are putting on clothes. So, what clothes are you putting on, um, you know, pertaining to, like, your spiritual 
relationship with God. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that could be a lot of things, you know, like your spiritual armor, but also, or your, your armor of God, you know, as it talks about in the Bible, but also, like, you know, um, the fruit of the Spirit, you know, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, meekness, faithfulness, yeah. gentleness, self-control. Um, you know, so you should clothe yourselves. This is like a daily thing that yeah. you're putting on, you know. You don't take it off, you know, because, yeah. you, you know, you don't just walk into the middle of the store with kindness with your clothes and then you rip off your clothes in the middle of the store, you know right, what I mean? Right. Like, you got to keep it on. And then I had a couple thoughts, but you kind of already touched base, so I won't repeat, but yeah, that was the only other thing I could think of, though. Okay, so I'm actually going to, okay, so my next one is Ephesians 2, 7, but I'm going to go back and read from verse 4 through 7. So, Ephesians 2, verses 4 through 7, this is the ESV. But God, being rich in mercy because of the great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved, and raised us up with him, and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Verse 7. So that in the coming ages he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace in kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. So I actually did a Bible study with some girls um, two weeks ago over Ephesians 2, part of verse, part of chapter 2. And I don't remember everything we said about this passage, but um, I don't know. It just goes back to, I guess, God's grace. I mean, mm-hmm. God's grace is literally in everything. Yeah. Like, I mean, if it wasn't for his grace, you know, giving us something that we did not, like, we don't deserve his grace at all. Giving yeah. us a gift that we don't deserve. And it goes from, you know, the biggest thing, obviously, is salvation. That's the biggest gift that he could, that he's given us that we don't deserve. You know, security in him and, you know, heaven and all, you know, all of our inheritance that comes with that and all the things. But then also just with the little daily things that come with our security in him. Yeah. Like, everything is grace. And that's literally just from the kindness of his heart and, and the kindness of who he is, because kindness, you know, love is kind, you know, and he is love, so it's just the kindness of who he is. He can't help but be kind. Yeah. You know, and so that in the coming ages, he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace. So it's just, we can't even measure Mm-mm. his kindness and his love and his grace toward us. And that just amazes me. I'm like, because I know my, my dirtiness, my inside. Yeah. I'm like, who the heck? Like, even my husband, who loves me to pieces, loves me, loves me to death. He could never love me like God does. Yeah. Like, if he knew every little thought in my head, he'd probably be like, wow, I married this woman? Yeah. You know? Like, no one except for God knows all of that. And and you. And yet, he's the one who loves you the most. Yeah, and he loves you so much. Like, we can't even measure. There's no way anyone could ever measure how much he loves me and how kind he is toward me. Daily. Yeah. Too. Well, that leads into my next one, actually. And we've already done, we've discussed Titus Day on the podcast before. Mm Mm-hmm. You did a whole... That's like our second or third podcast, maybe second. The second one, yeah. Yeah, but that was the one where we had a bunch of uh, technical difficulties. Yeah, I remember. But I'm gonna hit on it again. So. That's fine. Sorry, guys. Not sorry. Um. So Titus, I really wanted to focus on three, three, three through seven, which says, "For we ourselves were once foolish, disobedient, led astray, slaves to various passions and pleasures, passing our days in malice and envy, hated by others and hating one another." But when the goodness and loving kindness of God our Savior appeared, he saved us, not because of works done by us in righteousness, but according to his own mercy, by the washing of regeneration and renewal of the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us richly through Christ or Jesus Christ our Savior, so that being justified by his grace, we might become heirs according to the hope of eternal life. And I can't think of anything kinder that he could have done for us oh, yeah. than that. Yeah. 
like God's kindness appeared and he saved us because of his own mercy. Um, and then I've been reading in Romans through Romans this semester, like with our, like the college ministry, whatever that I'm a part of. Um, and it talks about it in, I can't remember which chapter, Romans two or three, where it talks about God being basically he's just, but he's, but he's also the justifier. Mm -hmm. So like, um, God is both just and the justifier who required us. He so like he was just in that he required a sacrifice because of our sin, mm -hmm. but he was loving and kind enough to send that sacrifice in the form of his one and only Son Jesus, who was mm -hmm. the justifier, right? Yeah. And so, obviously, like God is love, right? So again, I, I think I said this last week. Like you can take um, put God's name into First Corinthians. 13 4 through 7 mm -hmm. right like god is patient god is kind um but really just thinking about like sarah was just saying how wretched i am but thinking about how yet how much god loves me and how he's just like bestowed his loving kindness on me not just like not just through the death of his son and like his son taking the penalty for my sin mm -hmm. on himself which was like more than enough but, like, he continues to show me kindness in my everyday life. Yeah, that's right? what I was like, saying, yeah. God, yeah, God didn't just yeah. save me, right, from my sin through mm -hmm. his son Jesus, but he also, like... It's all the little things that you get every day yeah. through your security. And yeah, then, like, through so I basically repeated you, but, I mean, that's okay. I just yeah. wanted to reiterate it, like... Yeah. There are a few, like, it's not just these two verses that say stuff like this. Like, it's all throughout the New Testament that yeah. you just hear... God, about God's immeasurable love that he or kindness that he has for us and his love for us and his grace is just lavished upon us and yeah you know all these things and it's, I don't know so for everybody all, all the Christians out there who think well nobody loves me like do you read do you read his word because do you hear these verses like mm -hmm. he does he loves you that much and more you know yeah like it's crazy even if nobody else on earth loves you God does yeah. You know, not that I want you to not be loved by anyone else, you know, but I just want, like, we. it's crazy how much he loves us. Yeah. It's crazy. His grace, his, his mercy, his kindness, everything. So I actually have one in Romans, Romans 2, Romans 2, verse 4. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I almost did that one. But yeah, but I was reading it just now when you were reading to, or when you were saying your thing about Romans 2 to see if we had the same one, but it wasn't that one, but... This one is pretty much the same as what we've been saying, other than the it leads you to repentance. Yeah. Which is a really good point to hit on, obviously, yeah. because, well, I guess I'll read it and we can talk about that for a second, but I won't go over the rest of it because it's what we were yeah. just talking about. But Romans 2, 4, or do you presume on the riches of his kindness and forbearance and patience, not knowing that God's kindness is meant to lead you to repentance? So I think we actually talked about this in the last mm -hmm. podcast also. We've actually hit on this a couple times must be important it is because <laughs> well i will say even as a kid i don't know okay and if anybody who because i know some of you guys who grew up um or who watched me grow up um or listen to this podcast so if i say this and you're like i taught you that i'm sorry i just forgot but to my knowledge and memory i do not remember anyone ever when i was growing up teaching me that god's kindness yeah. like specifically talking about kindness specifically mm -hmm. Like, obviously, we know God's love, God's, you know, that he, sh you know, we are led to repentance through that. But specifically talking about his kindness leading us to repentance. Yeah. I don't remember ever diving deep on that at all growing up. So whenever I was an adult and I heard, you know, and I reread this scripture or whatever, and I was going through Romans just slash, like, 
the beginning of last year or this mm-hmm. year. I can't remember. It was, like, I remember it was the first book I went through at the beginning of the, like, it was the new year. And I was reading this verse, and I was, like, yeah, his kindness, like, really, and really sinking into that, yeah. you know? I was, like, it is his kindness because God is kind. A lot of people don't think of God as kind because he's so stern with things. But yeah. he's kind through his sternness. But, you know, it's his kindness that leads us to repentance. Yeah. Because... Ever all of his, you know, um, correcting us or showing us what's the be- what the better way is to do things, you know, versus our own way. Yeah. You know, all of that, even though it's very stern and we feel like he's just like, don't do this, don't do that sometimes. Um, it's really because he's being kind because he knows that if we are transformed through those things that he's telling us, then we're going to be led to repentance and our life will be far better than we can ever imagine yeah because he loves us that much it's not for him it's i mean it is for him but it's it's for our it's for the better of our lives yeah well and romans 11 talks about that um i just looked that up because it made me but um talks about god's kindness and his severity Mm, so like god is severe because he's he's severe towards those who have fallen but god's kindness to you provided you continue in his kindness we talked about this on the podcast we did, before yeah, yeah. We have. otherwise you two will be cut off and yeah. even they if they do not continue in their unbelief will be grafted in for god has the power to graft them in again this is talking about the tree people who've fallen away yeah from yeah. like god like kind of kind of like it talks about in john 14 too like god is the true vine and we are the branches yes but i think uh paul uses the example of a tree in this yeah um Example, Yeah. Um, but he's saying for if you're cut from what is nature, a wild olive tree, and grafted contrary to nature into a cultivated olive tree, how much more will these, the natural branches, be grafted back into their own olive tree? But he's, it's saying, like, like, even if those who don't believe in God have the chance still to be grafted back into the tree, mm-hmm. which is Jesus. Yeah. Right? So, like, God gives us all these chances, like, even if we fall away from him, to come back because of his kindness yes. and love towards us. Yeah, like it's never too late. That's yeah. basically what it's saying. Yeah. yeah, so like he does, he is severe in that he has to like cut you off if you don't. Because he's just, right? So he's just and he does have to cut you off if you don't follow him. But he is also, like he also sent the justifier, his own son, to take our, like the payment for our sins. So that we can be grafted back onto the tree. Which is crazy. Should we point out that this doesn't mean cut off like you're not going to heaven? Yeah, it doesn't mean you're not. Yeah, yeah. it's not. Yeah. We don't believe in loss of salvation. Sorry, I didn't mean it. Yeah, no, it's okay. It I way. just realized some people who may not know that. Yeah. No, this does not mean that once you are saved, you can lose your salvation. We do not believe in no. that personally. Um, but anyway, we're not going to go into further detail about that. I just wanted to clarify that one part. Yeah. Just in case. Yeah, and those who aren't saved already obviously also have the opportunity yes. to become part of God. Yes. Basically, God is so kind that he, and so patient that you always have a chance to run back to him. Exactly. Like, where there's, where where there's life, there's hope. When it's too late, it means that you're dead. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Literally. No, it's something yeah. You can be on your deathbed, not dead, and you still have a chance. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, um, yeah, no, that was good. I forgot. I didn't even write that one down, but I just, it made me That's one of my, honestly, that's one of my favorite passages, but I never think... It's one, well, it's one of those that, like, when I read it, I'm like, oh, yes, this passage is my favorite or one of my favorites. And then I don't think about yeah putting it into things like this. But it is a good one for sure. Do you have another one you want to go over? Um, yeah, really the last two I have kind of both go together. Um, my first one is Proverbs twenty one twenty one, which says, whoever pursues righteousness and kindness will find life, righteousness, and honor. Mm-hmm. So, like... If you pursue righteousness and kindness, then, like, you will be rewarded mm. with true life, righteousness, and honor. 
I mean, that's pretty straightforward. Yeah, it is. That's good, though. Um, Where was that? Where did you say that was? Proverbs 21, 21. Okay. And then the last one I have um, is Zechariah 7, 9 through 10, which says, Thus says the Lord of hosts, render true judgments, show kindness and mercy to one another. Do not oppress the widow, the fatherless, the sojourner, or the poor, and let none of you devise evil against another in your heart. Mm-hmm. So. That in your heart. Yeah, it goes back to being tenderhearted. Yeah. Forbearing with one another. Right, mm-hmm. as Christ has forgiven us, has borne with us, has like carried our sorrows, has taken the payment for our sin, we need to bear with one another, show kindness to them, and mercy. Don't oppress anyone, mm-hmm. basically. Because, like, back to Titus 3 as well. Is that Titus? Yeah, Titus 3. Yeah. Which is, like, we once were slaves to our sin as well. So, like, you have no right to oppress another person. And also, we're all creating God's image. So, like, we have no right to oppress somebody else for what they're going through. Because, like, we're all equal at the foot of the cross. Mm-hmm. We all need Jesus. We're all sinners in need of a Savior. It's as simple as that. That's good. Um, here's a follow-up question for the last, whatchamacallit, podcast for us. How was your patience last week after we recorded that? Oh, I didn't even think about it. I didn't either. Um, okay, I think. Was it about normal? So what's your normal patience? Depending well, on where you're at, I guess. Depends on where I'm at. Like, at work, I'm very patient because I have to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you technically don't have to be. You could lose your job, though. If that's you're true. <laughs> but, no, yeah. I, I choose to be because yeah. I want to keep my job. And yeah. I love those kids even though they drive me crazy. Um, with other people, I guess... I don't know about the same so what is that but that's i'm not saying i'm like the most patient person ever and i don't get like fairly patient for the most part i don't get ticked off with people because i definitely do what about inward patience like you didn't show it but what about inwardly mm. that's a hard one for me yeah inwardly it's never the best that yeah it could be same like inwardly i do struggle but like outwardly i'm very good at faking it till yeah. i make it <laughs> i am too when it comes to most people um on the outside on the inside it just depends. Yeah. I wish I think is everybody. Like, it does depend. Well, for most people. Yeah. My son, I'm really patient with. My husband, it depends on the day. <laughs> that sounds really bad, but honestly, he's the person I'm most comfortable with. So, like, I snap a little too easily with him sometimes. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. And then I went on a trip with my family this weekend, and I will say I did not lose my patience at all this weekend. That's good. Yeah. And I feel like I usually do at least once. And it's not like they're doing anything wrong. It's just, you know, when you're really close with your family, you know, you just kind of... Right. No. Yeah. And I don't... I think this weekend went really smoothly. So, um, in general, last week, I, I definitely think... Well, there were things, like, I could tell that the devil was testing my patience. Yeah. Like, it was obvious. But it wasn't anything major. It was just, like, little things. Yeah. Um. But no. Uh. Oh, oh, actually... Did you think of one, yeah, too? One yeah, too. okay, so mine is really quick. Um, so, in the car ride, so we went to um, a place, like, two hours away from, or two two to two and a half um, hours away from where we are, and my son does not, does not like car rides. He hates, um, in, he hates being in his car seat. He hates being in the car for a long period of time, even for 30 minutes sometimes is rough, like, screaming his head off. He's a really good kid, like, really good, hardly ever cries. Yeah. But in the car, he can't do it. And so, I was, like, ready. You know, I was sitting in the back with him because I wasn't driving and ready, prepared for this. And he did really well overall. Like, he did great. But on the way there, there was a little bit where he was screaming here and there. Um, 
And I just, like, kept looking. It just felt like the longest two hours of my life because yeah. I just kept looking at the thing. And I'd be like, okay, you know, you know, it's only been ten minutes, you know. So, I did kind of lose my patience then because he was, like, screaming at me. But I feel like, I don't know. I don't want to excuse that as, like, well, anybody would. But, no, I still shouldn't have because I did get a little... A little testy there. Yeah. I, um. But yeah. yeah, that's. I think that was the main one I could think of. The big one I can think of is Saturday. I went to a wedding and that was really fun. Well, um, the wedding was at three, and so like a bunch of us, like some of like my girlfriends and I, we went out to dinner afterwards, you know, and then we went back to our college ministry building, the Hedge, and um, we're gonna watch a movie. And both, like both of my friends, brought their dogs, and I'm not a dog person. <laughs> I like them. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and especially, like, I like the calm dogs, but I think, like, the bigger and the louder they are, or, like, more hyper yeah. they are, I just... Struggle, yeah. I struggle. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I don't want anyone out there thinking I'm a dog hater, though, because I don't hate them. I just prefer... She just doesn't want her own dog. Yeah. So. I prefer cats. Yeah. I am a cat person. So, that's just what I grew up with. But yeah. anyway, the dogs were... Fi- they were, like, play fighting, but we I was, like, trying to watch the movie, and I'm not even gonna lie... Like, it was starting to really get on my nerves. Because, mm-hmm. like, I was like, we are only, like, and I texted my friend Jessica and Katie and Sarah, if y'all are listening to this, I like your dogs fine. It was, it's not you guys, it's yeah. me. She struggles with my dog, too. Yeah. Um, and I texted Jessica, I was like, we are only 30 minutes to this movie. Like, what in the <laughs> world? Because we had to keep pausing it because of the dogs. And I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh, if these dogs don't stop. So that yeah. was mine. That was mine. I got a little testy. Not, like, and outwardly I was fine. But, like, yeah, I could feel inside. it on the inside. Like, that would, yeah, I get that, yeah. But. That's a good one, yeah. Yeah, and I love their dogs individually. It's just when they got together, it was too much for me. And I was like, yeah. okay. To a normal big dog person, probably would have been fine. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I was just curious, no. yeah. But, see, one of them was big and one of them was medium-sized. And, like, he was chill because, like, he sat with me and that was fine. Like, his name mm-hmm. was Cody. Sweet, sweet dog. But then when Jesse and Kay started fighting, I was like, okay. This is a little much for me. It was. Yeah. But it's not y'all's I don't know if they listen to this. But they probably don't. And I love you guys. If you ever tell them to listen to the podcast, just skip episode, <laughs> oh, I think, eight. <laughs> like, the last ten minutes of episode eight. Yeah. Just don't listen. Don't listen. But I think that's the one where, like, inwardly I was starting to, like, lose yeah. my patience. Yeah. And I feel bad because, like, I hope, like, they don't think I hate their dogs or anything. It's just. Yeah. I'm not used to that, and it was a lot for me. Yeah. So. I don't know. I think I go through moments where I do lose my patience easily. But overall, I didn't used to be a very patient person. I was probably one of the most impatient people. Yeah. But then I started working. Well, first I worked in a restaurant as a waitress and a hostess. And then I started working in childcare. And God really transformed me through, through his word, but, like, when it came to applying it to my jobs. Yeah. Where I really just kind of learned... I just had to really learn. It wasn't a natural thing. I had to really be trained. Like, really be yeah. trained on how to be patient. And then as time went on, I realized in the past year or two that I'm a lot more patient than I used to be. Yeah. Even my husband will be, like, talking about it. And he struggles with patience a lot, too. And so he, he'll he be like, oh, yeah, Sarah's really patient with something. Like, with certain things if we're talking about certain, like, areas or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, well, yeah, but I did not. Use, and yeah. it's not because of me. It's and, you know, it's, it's definitely from God. But, like, it took a lot. It took years. Yeah. To get to even where I'm at, and I still have a lot of growth to do with patients. So, I don't know. Anyway, so that was our week's kind of boring, I guess, with patients, but... <laughs> I was gonna say, I mean... Some people may really have some stories to tell if anyone listened to this and yeah. struggled with patients and stuff. Anyway, so I guess we can work on kindness this week. And patience. Yeah. 
patience and kind. We're going to build every week. We're going to build. Yeah. We got this. We got it. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. I guess we can close it out. Yeah. Go check out our website. Um, we've got some stuff on there. got some stuff upcoming. Our Instagram page, YouTube channel. We've got all sorts of stuff. And you can reach all of the links through our website just to make it easy so you don't have to, like, go to, like, four different places. You can go to the website and click on the links. But our website is www.worshipwarriorlifestyle.com. We also have our Facebook page. So if you're a Facebook person, our link is on the website as well. Um, and don't forget to check out our free downloadable Bible study tools. We only have three, but we have more coming soon and a blog in the next month or two. So mm-hmm. exciting stuff. And we basically just want to grow from this and plant seeds of Jesus. Love. Love. Patience. Kindness. You yeah. know. All the things. All the things. Okay. Have a good week. Bye.